to a divorce that we all look forward to every week, and that is the Bishop Joe. Now, we started something last week, and I was just trying to bring him up to date on <laughs> how far we've gone with this. We did have the scriptures for you that are still calling me about the scriptures. I thank you so much because you are doing exactly what we wanted you to do. That's follow us through this book. And you're doing that. I don't have all of the answers, but I'm going to ask him again for some of the answers. I do need to give him answers or questions a little bit later today because my week has been really, really full. So we'll get that done next time that you're here. Okay. But let's get started on where we were last year. We were talking about last year. Yeah, it was last Well, no, last week. Last week. <laughs> last week. <laughs> talking about New Year, the New Year, the new moves, and what you're going to do to enhance your life for the New Year. Where do we start, Bishop? Well, in the name and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, now and forevermore. You know, many of us think that we can control our lives. Mm. But even when God came on earth and bore the name Jesus, he refused to. He said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In John chapter 4. He told the disciples, go get something for us to eat. And he met the Samaritan woman. And the Samaritan woman, he asked her, give me water to drink. And she said, oh, how can you, a Jew, ask of water from me, a Samaritan? That it's not like that. Then he told her, if you know who is asking you for this water, you will ask, you ask him to give you the water of eternal life. Then he told, she told him, ah, our people worship in the mountain, but you people say we must worship in Jerusalem. Okay. He told them, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must do so in spirit and in truth. Now he went further. When the disciples came back, they said, Master, we've got the food. He said, no, I've had something already. They said, mm, is it this woman that gave him food, or where did the food come from? And he told them that my meat is to do the will of him that sent me mm -hmm. and to perfect it. My will. My meat, my, my food, meat. My food is to do the will of him that sent me. Okay. And to perfect it. Didn't say, if he had said my will, it would have been better. He said his food. That is to tell us that it is not about what we put in our mouth that is really the food. But what actually it means is that when the will of God is done, yeah, that is John chapter 4, verse 34. Said, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. That is to perfect it. Now, Wow. When he taught the disciples to pray in Matthew chapter 6. Matthew, we're back to Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> I think chapter 6 verses 9 and 10. He met, told them clearly uh, the pattern of prayer they should do. He told them, after this man had prayed this, our father. Mm -hmm. Acknowledging that all human family has a father. That's why it's a human family. Our father. Our father. Is that ownership? Is that giving ownership? to our Lord? Not just giving ownership, but giving us the right of sonship. Okay, the right. Yes, that okay. we have a father yes. who loves us unconditionally. So which art in heaven, he has an address. Like when you're talking of the President of the mm -hmm. United States of America, you mm -hmm. talk of a White House on Pennsylvania Avenue. Exactly. That is the okay. seat of power in America. So the seat of control of the entire creation is the dwelling place of God, which is heaven. Hallowed be thy name. His name is holy, and we must be hallowed and honored. Thy kingdom come. He has a kingdom. Mm -hmm. 
which supersedes the kingdom of man. And the reason why Christ came to die for humanity is to make sure the foundation of that kingdom is put down for man, so that when it manifests, we will not be taken on our ways. Thy will be done on earth as it is, as in, it heaven. is in heaven. What is the will of God? That we do the right thing. Like he told them in John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35, he said, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another even as I have loved you. Because we cannot love ourselves, we cannot lo love one another. Oh, what, do we love ourselves too much? We, 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 we don't even love ourselves at all. We don't love ourselves at all. At if all. we love ourselves at all, all right. why, in, why infusing smoke in the name of smoking cigarette? Why taking in drugs? Why ah. taking in alcoholic beverages when our body can produce its own alcohol? Why all the things we do? Why killing one another? Why destroying our ecosystem, our environment? Why destroying our souls by submitting ourselves to lower entities that are supposed to be subject to us? Why should man worship yes. angels when the angels are subservants of man? Wow. So man does not love himself. Man We're does not love at all. That is paramount because mm. you're right. We are self-destructive. With alcohol and alcohol, with, smoke, I mean, with all of that, too much obesity. Yeah, and we generate unnecessary negative tension. And all the tension that we generate all around us in our environment, we have atmosphere of fear, anxiety, depression, hunger, frustration. Anxiety. You know, and all those things put together create psychosomatic disorders huh? that torment our system. So, so we don't love ourselves. At all. No man. That's why Christ did not say love yourself as you. He said love yourself as I have loved you. He said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, right. if you have love one for another. Because how did they love us? It was an unconditional love. A love so profound that he cannot quantify it. For 2,023 years running, no man has been able to beat that record. At the peak of pain, look at everywhere you go, you see billboards, injury, right. injury attorneys, mm -hmm. accident attorneys, everyone. Is, it go to the courts. The circuit courts, the Supreme Court, the Court of Appeal, everywhere you go is one human being claiming one thing or the other, either against a fellow man yeah. or against the government or husband against the wife or wife against the husband or child against the father, all in the name of claiming right. But if we really love, as Christ said, as I have loved you, at the peak of his pain, when ordinarily he would have called fire from heaven to consume the people, he said rather, Father, forgive them. For they don't know what they are doing. We're talking to the bishop mm -hmm. about love, but we're continuing a conversation from last yes. week for the new year. And, and he just made me think about something. I had this uh, love. We talk about that word love, and people will say, I love you. Mm -hmm. Or they will tell their children over and over and over again, oh, I love you. That just happened to me this week. But love is a verb. <laughs> love is, am I right or wrong? What, I want to know what you have to say. Love is a verb. Love is action. You put that love in action action if love is not in action you know when you say i love you the problem we have in the human family is this the love of man because of the money he has what he can provide a young man is professing his lust to a young lady mm -hmm. and he has to couch it and call it love but when the lust is satisfied he goes to the court the vow for better for worse disappears you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if man had really loved and you know if you check when paul was writing to the people of ephesians chapter in chapter 5 
He said, man, love your wife as Christ loved his church and gave his life for it. Love your wife as Christ loved his church and gave his life. You understand the secret now? And how did Christ love his church? He loved his church so unconditionally. He did not think twice by, to lay down his life. For the, said, for the church. And that, what is the church? That is man. Mm-hmm. It's not a building. That's because right. most of the time we mistake church to be that thing. We gather oh, stones yeah, and break. Uh, uh, nah. Man is a temple of God. Man is a church of God. So if we say we love Christ. And we want to live a Christ-like life. And make it a resolution. Meaning that everything that is man. Irrespective of the color. The language. Wherever they come from. Mm-hmm. You love them. And if we apply that love, the Holy Father said that if we apply the true love of Christ in the spirit of brotherhood, there will be no police force, there will be no armed forces, there will be no judiciary, there will be no penitentiary. There are all these things man set up. It's just instruments of trying to cage each other because we've lost that love. <laughs> and it turned into hate. Yes. It's, a, it's a big word, but it's such a little word. And I couldn't wait to, to get this to you because I saw our mother this last two weeks. And this is um, a mother just hugging her kid, a five-year-old. And all she said, she was getting ready to go to work. And she was telling this kid, uh, telling this young girl how much she loved her. Mm-hmm. But when we, when we started to look through everything, she had... She done several things wrong because I, I think love is a bird. So if you're gonna love a child, you give them the right food, you pack the right clothes, you uh, you give them all of these positive forces, you know, versus feeding them sugar. So that's not love. If you're giving a child, let's call it donuts. And I know a lot of parents are gonna disagree with this, but if you love a child, just fix breakfast in the morning early enough. And you tell, tell me if I'm right or wrong. Fix it early enough to get them to daycare on time with the proper nourishment. But stopping and getting a donut, Bishop. Well, that is because of the quick fix life. You know? Mm, yes. Because part of caring for the child is to provide the right nourishment, not to satisfy a craving for test, for the test bud. Mm-hmm. Because most mm-hmm. of the time, even the kid might not like the good nourishing food. But no, when the child sees you do it, because children learn from example uh, more than you. words. Thank you, thank you. When you have fa- a mother, for instance, you come back home drunk as a lord, loaded with junk, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're telling your child to eat the other one, the child is not going to listen to you. You know? There was... It's something I saw um, um, somebody sent out on one of these social media forums. A grandpa was walking with his walking stick, wobbling, and the grandson was following him with another stick, imitating him. Uh Human beings live by example more than words. So the mother that is telling the child that she loves the child and is feeding the child the sugary stuff, if you look at it, you you think she's a mother because of the biological growth. No. One of the directors of a youth center in Rochester, New York, told us a story that touched me. Say, please, the youth in America and most parts of the world need help. Say, because what you have is children bringing up children. What will they know? It's carryover. 
the young lady you see that was giving donuts, maybe in her day she was given donuts. So that's what she knows. You know, and a lot of people prefer the quick fix donut. It's ready made, sprinkled with sugar, tasty. Then get some pack of some juice or right. the other, some right. some soda stuff, yeah, and sugar, give the chair. Sugar, sugar, and yeah, soda. <laughs> and that is what she knew. She cannot give what she doesn't know. You you cannot bring out what is not in you. That is a problem. Okay. That is why most of the time we create a problem for ourselves by trying to you know. Imagine uh, blaming, you know, that's why they are blue. Where would they said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 and 2 say, Do not judge so that you not be judged. Before you look at the person to judge, look at the person's circumstance. Good. Now, by the time you understand the circumstance and all these influencers we have today are not helping either because they are influencing mostly in the negative creating an illusion of a life that does not exist. Exactly. And that illusion now misleads the next generation. That's when you see them making the wishes. I remember one day they made it as a phone, one houseboy. That time back home in Nigeria, in Lagos, the Vogue is uh -huh. Mercedes-Benz V-Boot. So, and they used to have this um, fair complexion girl sitting on the passenger side, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was making its new year, which is said, God, this year, I wanted to give me V-Boot with a yellow baby to match. You know? <laughs> 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 That's what it saw as a societal trend. But I remember back in those days if in Africa, for instance, I don't know about the America, I talk of where I grew up. There's a type of wealth, affluence you come back home suddenly with. Your dad will bring you before the community. And demand that you explain to the people how you came about such a sudden world. Really? Yes. He's not concerned that the wealth, his son is wealthy, he came it's back from rich. How you came about how the wealth? How did you come about the wealth? That would not Be work in America. Mm -hmm. Because in, in First Timothy chapter 6, First Timothy. He said, The love of money is the root of all evil. He didn't say money. Money is not a problem. The love of money, the how love. you go about it is the root of all evil. So when you go about in acquiring any how because you want to make it, oh, this year I'm going to drive a Lamborghini, yeah. I must own a Ferrari Contachi, I must, I must own a, a private jet, I must make it anyhow it takes. You could make it, and it could make you too. Because but it's the love yes, of the money. Of the money that is the root of all evil. The process we go through in order to achieve, we become inhuman, we become callous. Like you said, because iniquity will abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So wow. when we look at life today, all the problems we're having in the world, everywhere in every country, whether it is political, financial, immigration, and so on, is all due to the negative decisions of men, both men in power and the man on the street. Because everybody is thinking me, myself, and I. So Everybody's just thinking about the tunnel vision, or what you call that selfishness? Yes. What are we talking? Self-centeredness. Self-centeredness. Self yes. That's we're talking to the bishop about the new year, and so far we've talked about love, uh, love, 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 because love is a verb that means love requires action. Yes. And Not if you don't act it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> you know. You know, we could really just pack up and go home behind that because. That's what we do. We tell people we love them. But we don't, we we don't show them it. that we love them. That's true. When you say you love somebody, 
action speaks louder than words. You know? Actions. So when you put up the action, you know, the mission, that is why the leader Olumba Olumba Obu came. He said he brought brotherhood and he told us brotherhood is not about a church. It's about all human family. Remember, you are brothers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That beneath the skin, we have one color. We do. We do have one mm -hmm. color. But what, what confuses us, we do not look at the concept of artworks teachers brotherhood. You know that? No, I did not know that. When you bring a masterpiece by Leonardo da Vinci or Pablo Picasso oh, or okay. Michelangelo, mm -hmm. it's not one color. It doesn't put all black, it will look ugly. It doesn't put all, all white, it will look blank. It doesn't put all red, it will look, you know, sort of screaming. Yeah. You see a shade of blue? green, yellow, orange, black, mauve, peach, purple, as all the colors are blended in different shades. When it is brought, I say, wow, that's a masterpiece. Even I the rainbow, yes. Rainbow, God, did he say blue, green, yellow, orange, red, and so on, seven colors. So God himself, if you look at sunrise ah. in some areas, you see the beauty of the colors at the unfolding. You marvel at the work of nature. So if God didn't want to create that harmony of existence, he would not bring colors. He would have met every human being one color. But he allowed the harmony of colors. So when we realize the beauty, bring all of them together, you have a harmony. But that is where the cross, like I said last week, comes in. Mm -hmm. Our ability to, color, to tolerate and accommodate each other. Nobody is perfect. Each other. Nobody is perfect. This year now, Across the globe, a lot is happening. Across the globe. A lot is happening. The land where the Messiah came, where one of the greatest evangelists ever came from, that is the nation of Israel. Okay. If they had followed the teaching of their brother, Apostle Paul, there will be no crisis today between them and the Palestinians and the people of Gaza. You know that? Well, I know that the fighting is century old, centuries old. Yeah, and what is causing it, Doc? No, you tell, I don't know. What is causing yeah, it? Yeah, I want to read what their brother. Oh, what is causing it? Yes, what their brother, Apostle Paul, told them. And if they had listened to it, there would be no reason for the war. Mm -hmm. He said, be of the same mind one towards another. I'm reading Romans chapter 12 from verse 16 to 21. You know, he said, be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Accommodate. Be, be not wise in your own conceit. Don't think that your idea is the best alone. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Confess. Did you use the word confess? Yes. Confess to the man. And he said, be, be not wise in your own cause. That means to what? Accommodate one another. Don't think your own idea is only the best. It's yeah. a recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide honest things in the sight of all men. To your own self be true. If you cannot be true to yourself, you cannot be true to anybody. You say, in a, a dearly beloved, as avenge not yourself. You hear the, the condition now. Avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repair, says the Lord. Say, therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. Mm -hmm. If thy enemy hunger. Oh, that's a hard one to swallow. Yes. That's hard to swallow. Mm -hmm. 
If your enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. He said, for in so doing, you shall heap coals of fire upon his head. He said, do not be overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. With good. That is why the man Jesus conquered the earth. Because upon all they did to him, in Luke 23 verse 34, hear what Jesus said. He said, Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The man that offends you is not offending you out of wisdom. It's ignorance, foolishness, yes. But we want to get even with that person if they do something against us. And he said, vengeance is mine. So we're to do nothing if someone uh, bumps into you. We do these trifling things now. Somebody bumps into Mm -hmm. you, you want to... You want to bump back in a harder way. Yes. But remember, America produced one of the prophets of the 20th century. You know who was that prophet? Who? Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. And he made a very profound statement that if everybody would listen to that word, there will be peace on earth. What did he tell them? An eye for an eye makes everybody blind. And a thoot for a thoot makes everybody toothless. (laughs) (laughs) That's not not funny, but you you have a point of bringing your point to a real head. An eye for an eye would be blinding. Yes. And painful. And painful too. Yes. Yes. And if the blind lead the blind, both will fall into the pit. But turning the other cheek is is really hard today. This past week, we had a similar, a series of shootings. And it was over nonsense. It was a football game. Yeah, it was a football game. And they weren't even playing. But all of a sudden, they just, their ignorance comes forth. No understanding. And you've got a shooting, Mm -hmm. which is paramount, which is what happens across our nation. Mm -hmm. So if reading that scripture you just read to us, which is Roman 12. Yes. 16 to 21. Confess. Confess and come to some type of reconciliation. Reconciliation. Accommodate one another. Be your brother's keeper. Because in Hosea, you know, each time the prophets have some good words they told us. In Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, he gave us the reason. He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. Because if man can only go beyond I am this, the I consciousness, that's the consciousness of error. I, do you know who I am? <laughs> if, I, if I show you, and when we come into that I, we forgot that even on the highway, if oh. we are driving in the we, because somebody could be in a hurry, sliding tr- by your right side, suddenly... If you understand, hey, something could be wrong. It might be having a heart attack. It might be having a situation. It might be having an emergency. There will be no road rage. That is one of the most ridiculous things that we do in this world, is road rage. Mm-hmm. Because we're all in vehicles that weigh more than we weigh. That's number one. I don't think I've ever understood the senselessness of getting ahead of another car. They all have four wheels on them. They all have the same... RPMs, Rams, and but why would we even entertain road rage? That's is that ignorance? Is that impatience? Yeah, it is impatience. Ignorance. It's a lot of things. Ignor- okay. Even okay. foolishness. 
<laughs> because, <laughs> because if you look at it, eh, you're driving at maybe 70 miles an hour. Right, right. You have a destination that will take you three hours. Give or take on a steady 70 miles an hour, you will get there in good time. Now, when you blow up in road rage, you waste hours, possibly days, even end up in prison. Huh, yes. In process, in the process. So something that a few seconds patience. That's why they told you when you're driving, every man on the road is mad except you. <laughs> so maintain sanity. So when we are talking about New Year resolution, the only greatest resolution everybody can make. Okay, this year, God give me the ability to be more Christ-like. Because when we come next year, I would like us to discuss on that issue of Christhood. Okay. Let me be more Christ-like. Let me be more humane. Let me be more sensitive to other people's emotion. Let me be more tolerant and accommodating. Let me be more understanding. Let me see my brother that let me cut a leeway to the other man. Let me give him the benefit of a doubt. Oh, you make so much sense. Uh, but we see these road rages every day, and we see people jumping in front of us every day every day but then the other thing that i'm seeing is and i drive a lot there are dents on all every other car <laughs> where somebody has run into somebody mm -hmm. or slightly hit them and now you've got to stop and take the time you can't forgive well if we went through the scriptures you wouldn't be there in the first place but insurance is higher you've got to go and have your vehicles repaired You've got to rent another one. You have all these inconveniences. Time's wasted. Time's wasted. Well I'll, put. Time is wasted. We're I'll, talking about automobiles with Bishop Joe I'll, here. I'll tell you what my Uber driver that brought me here the last episode in December did. Mm -hmm. As he made a turn, another driver flew from the other end, dashed in front of him. He clapped. He clapped? Yes. I was looking at this old man. He said, you know why I clapped for him? Say this Uber is my office, is ah. my home, is my income. So I clap for him because he needs to go. Let him go. I don't want a situation. I don't want insurance. I don't want car repair. I don't want dent. I don't want any claim because it's a waste of my time. Let yes. him go. He's in, he needs the time. So I clap for him to go so that I'll be free. I'm going to do that. <laughs> The bishop always has good news for us and just common sense things, this Uber driver. And for all of the Uber drivers out there, there are some really great drivers. Even our truck drivers. I have members of my family that drive trucks and they have these very same stories. So I'm really happy we're covering this part of life and this part of it's all about love. It's all about love. It's all about brotherhood. Brotherhood. It's all about cross. It's all about accommodating the cross. one another, tolerating, and forgiving, and confessing. Confessing because when you confess, you know, confession is owning up. Actually, because when they talk confession, it sounds so big. Mm -hmm. It's actually owning up, growing up. Growing up. Yes. Yeah, a little bit of maturity. Yes. Many of us are overgrown schoolboys and schoolgirls. We might be ninety, but we're still overgrown schoolboys because we refuse to grow up mentally. We refuse to own up to our responsibilities. I did it. I'm sorry. Three words. I yeah. am sorry. Yeah. But it can save you litigation of billions. Oh, <clears throat> litigation of billions. That's why attorneys do so well because mm -hmm. they have your lawsuit and they're backed up with all of this 
all of this nothingness. But it boils down to love mm-hmm. and forgiveness, which is what the bishop talks about. It comes in all forms. In everywhere, in the family, yeah, in, in the community, you're right, you're right. in the business. You don't blame the lawyer. The lawyer is in business because people are foolish. <laughs> the prisons are in business because oh, humans cool. are fools. Yes. The courts are in business because human beings refuse to reason. Because if you don't, a lawyer sits in his office, an attorney, what does he do? He doesn't demand for you to come to meet him. But mm-hmm. if you knock on his door, he didn't waste time in the law school for nothing. He spent years preparing his craft. It's a trade. Yes, it is. It's a and trade. as a trade, he prays for customers. And how will customers come if human beings do not reason upside down? The policeman is in his cruise vehicle waiting on the road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's not there for fancy. The government pays him. They can only pay him when he misbehave. So it's either you, you let God lead you or you let your flesh to lead you. That's why wow. he said the flesh cannot please God. It's not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. Once that ego is blowing your head every time, it's bubbling like, you know, what do you call it, like soda that you drop mm-hmm. something into. Mm-hmm. No problem. There's always a, con- a price tag. Whatever you do, you are free to live your life the way you want it, you know? But then if you cannot carry the cross for the sake of your brother or the sake of your sister, there's always a reward for impatience. But if you can carry the cross too, <laughs> as a reward. You are really funny. You know that you can, as a reward for impatience. Uh-huh. Yeah, there is also. And then the, the lawyer has a reward for you because he has a retainer fee. He has a retainer fee. Yes, he has to take your case. He has to take care of business. Yes, he does. You know? And you know, he said in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, he said, the fruit of love is this. The fruit of, is, of the spirit is this, love patience, temperance, mm-hmm. endurance, mm-hmm. long-suffering, goodness, faith. He said, against such there is no law. You see the condition? Those who live according to the fruit of the flesh, which is Galatians chapter 5 from verses 19 to 21, he said, those shall never inherit the kingdom of God. But those who follow the fruit of the Spirit said, against such there is no law. Because when you, don't, you do your normal thing, the right thing, your neighbor comes, he's raving mad, he's angry. You calm him, say, brother, what happened? Over a cup of coffee, you can settle what could have been settled with a barrel of the gun. All the wars will fight, end up over a round table. The presidents will see the enemy forces or this as they're fighting between Russia and Ukraine, Israel and Gaza, and in Eritrea with Ethiopia, North and South Sudan, everywhere you go all over the world. The day they will hold peace, you will not see a single pistol. The so day they hold peace. You not see a you single will not see a pistol, pistol or a True. revolver. Some old men and women will gather over wine, over coffee, mm-hmm. over one thing or the other, <laughs> and they'll be talking, hey, you see people do that. But that is what young men kill themselves in the trenches. Somebody said war is a situation brought about by confused old men who are busy arguing over nothing. Then after wasting their youth and resources, the same old men gather again over a table to negotiate peace. So why the war in the first place? Said my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Knowledge. And reason and understanding. Yes. I I do like what you said about um, action speaks louder than words is one thing. Confess to yourself and to your brothers. Yes. Uh, Have that conversation. Converse, discuss. 
it's better to judge her than to war war. You know, you make it sound so easy, Bishop. And when you get out there on that highway, it's like all chaos breaks out. Yeah, but then, he said, before you react, ask yourself a question. Is it worth it? What's the value at the end of is the it day? Worth it, is right? it worth it? Because when you finish, okay, the, 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 the passion will go down. Because if the passion does not go down, you have heart attack. <laughs> yes. So that boiling blood will cool down. So before you blow your top over the man's action, what could be his problem? There was a video I saw the other day. A, a vehicle was rolling on a speed light, as a traffic light, you know. Mm-hmm. One other driver left his vehicle parked and jumped through the passenger door, the window, to stop the other vehicle. It happened that the lady driving that vehicle was having a heart attack. Now, another person would have hit the lady that she's blocking his way, mm-hmm. not knowing that she's in distress. And she needed help. And she needed help. So many of the people doing that, you see, some are having psychology, I mean, psych- psychological tension, problem in the home, problem at work, depression. So many things are happening. A little kindness, a little li- listening to your brother, a, a little, little accommodation kindness. can lift somebody from depression to a happy, I mean, he will be able to relate with you. So we refuse to show a little kindness to one another. And if we must make a resolution for this year, let us resolve to be either better Christians, better Muslims, better Hindus, better Buddhists, better Shinto, or whatever you worship. Look, in Buddhism, in Zoroastrianism, in Christianity, in Hinduism, every religion man form, the baseline of it is what? Love. Love. Do unto yeah. others as you wish them to do to yourself. Leader Olumba Olumba Obu said he did not bring a religion, but he brought us the institution of love, so that when we realize that in that love, we know that religion has no, no meaning. Church has no meaning. The greatest religion is man to man. The highest church is man to man. In the brotherhood of life, when we realize that we we are one, we are better together, and we are all we need, we realize that everywhere you are, everyone is one with one another. And if you look at it, the neighborhood we are talking, your family could be from Oakland, California, but you're living in Bedford, Texas. That man or woman living next door to you is more important to you than your father and mother in Oakland. Because they're next to you? Because they're they're your neighbor? Yes. If there's a crisis, they are the ones that will call 911 for you. They are the ones that will call EMT to help you. Your vehicle is stuck. They're the ones that will help you call the emergency to help you solve the problem. And they are the ones that will inform those you call your family back in Oakland. So... You, family is not who, who, whom you come out from the same womb with. It's your neighbor. Yes. Your neighbor is your family. Family is beyond blood. He's Bishop Joe. He comes often. We, would love, we love him every time he comes. But this, this lesson, this lesson and last week's lessons are ones you can take with you every day. Regardless of what your degrees are, what church you belong to. He just told us that the church is in you. It's not in that great, beautiful building that you have. And, you know, you bought, maybe think about the anxiety. They say in schools now children have anxiety. Why do children have anxiety? You just answered that question. You just answered that question. <laughs> because we have all, and you, you have to think about these things that will interfere with your joy every mm-hmm. day. It's just simple stuff. Love is a verb. That's the one thing we learned from today's lesson. You've got to show your love. I don't need you telling me every five minutes. Mm-mm. 
And, and, so, and I have to say this, mothers do that to their children. They are just trying to, so it means to me, when you keep telling me something, it shows sign of guilt. Oh my gosh. Yes, because when you practice it, you know, there's an African parable that said that when the mother goat is chewing the curd, you know the curd, you know, when they eat grass, they store it in a pouch. Then after some time, they regurgitate it and start chewing it. It's called curd, C-U-R-D. C-U-R-D. Yes. C-U-R-D. Yes. Curd. So, yeah. Okay. So as they're chewing it, it's the food they stored so that they can regurgitate it and eat when they cannot go to the bush to eat the grass. So the mother, kid goat is watching the mother. And from the mother, the kid goat learns that you have to store some food. There's not everything you gather in the, f- in the forest it's that you put in your stomach. The mother goat is teaching. teaching the child by action. So say when okay. the mother goat is chewing the curd, the kid learns from watching the mother. So we too, when children, if you tell a child you love the child, they look at your life. Yeah. But, but when you leave the love, That's true. you know, <laughs> they follow the yourself. Uh, we're talking about common sense and how do you live in the year 2024 because uh, I got this report. You're going to love this. We get all kind of stuff. Half of it I read, half of it I don't. But if in one of the reports, if we had a bombing at Parkland Hospital and everybody would we'd have all these heart attacks because people will make themselves ill. They'll have anxiety, yeah. they'll start Tension. running to the car, they, they won't think. Mm-hmm. And, but we can't handle but X number of heart attacks. Okay. So that means if you decide the bomb is hit, you decide you're going to go to the hospital, that's not a good idea. But if the person who is doing it is not normal either. <laughs> you know, sure. some people are so vexed with the society that depression becomes a second nature. Yes. And in what way is they call depressed? Whatever is depressed cannot Deeper. be free to think. The person going to the hospital knowing that that is where his solution is, but he has lost his mind that instead of going to the search for solution, he yeah. is angry with the society because we have a lot of blame game. You know, that's oh, a problem. Yeah, we, have a lot of we, we blame blame everybody. The son blame the father, the sister blame the brother. Yeah, we blame and have some yeah. the society. Why am I hungry? <laughs> Why is this man driving a Mercedes? Why is this one living like this? Yeah. Forgetting yeah. that the man, there was a story, a certain man oh. was envying a young man in a big car at a gas station. So as he was looking at the man, imagining he's driving a Toyota Corolla and the other man is pulling these very heavy wheels. So the man noticed his condition, beckoned him. When he came to the driver's side, he opened the door for him to look at. The man had no legs. He's amputated on both legs and he's using hands to drive. He has two legs. The man with the big car is wishing that he could walk with the two legs. He that doesn't have two legs and is normal and healthy is envying the other man wishing that he's driving a big car. Every one of us, no legs. Every one of us has a challenge in life. So when you're thinking about yourself, the bomber of Parkland is only thinking about self. That is why it's selfishness self-centeredness but if you realize that what you think is your problem other people equally have their own problems everyone is processing one challenge or the other no man is I really free i want you to repeat that before we go everybody has a challenge, a challenge in is, life whether you can see it or not yes even some people are so good at masking their pains yes there was a problem they said the rich also cry somebody will say people like elon musk 
Bill Gates, this and that. Go to their home. Sultan of Brunei, one time richest man on earth, said he is the unhappiest man on earth. His own problem, he had two wives. If he bought a gold brooch of $5 million for the first wife and bought the one for $4.9 million for the second wife, there's trouble. If he buys equal amount, there's trouble. So every man, no matter their position in life, have a demon they're battling with. And each of, each of us needs God to help us. So let us resolve to be better persons this year. That's the greatest resolution. More loving, more, we're going to an election, right? Yes. Let us see that oh. at the end of the day, there's a country called the United States of America. And after the election, hmm, mm -hmm. elections will come and go. But USA will remain. But what do you make of the USA? Is it the United States of America of your dreams? Yeah. That is going to be the God's own country, glorious and majestic, that when you hear the anthem, you stand proud? Or is it America turned into shambles by our ignorance and foolishness? That's the question. You know, the election will come and go. Elections will come and go. Yes. And we have an election every mm -hmm. year. Yes. And we've got so many things that you have told. Keep it in mind. This is living for the new year. Living in joy, living in peace, living in happiness. And uh, gee, Bishop Joe does an excellent job. We love that goat. I love that goat story about <laughs> <laughs> giving the baby goat the grass and he throws it up. Yes. But the mother is teaching him a lesson, and that's love. The survival of love and practice. Love. So you, who is a mother, who is a father, an uncle, mentor, guardian, remember it's not all about mouthing platitudes, reading out laws. Mm. Remember you owe your word, your child, a responsibility of positive life. Let him or her see what to emulate. And if they see yes. what to imitate, you know, they say imitate Christ. That's why they quote Christianity is. Because that's what they really watching. They're yeah. watching what you do. Right? What you do, not what you say. My, my father used to tell me, example is better than precept. Example is better than precept. Precept right? is a law. Uh -huh. Example is an action. Action speaks louder than words. They see the action, they copy the action, and they throw your word out. But when you leave your word, you walk your talk. You become a man, a woman of truth and substance. Stay with us this year to hear Bishop Joe uh, talk about love. We've got, okay, what did we have this time? Chapters, I, forget, I keep forgetting to do that. That's Matthew 6, 9 through 10, Ephesians 5, 1 Timothy. Six. First, first Timothy 6. 6 verse 6. Okay. Then Romans 12, 16. To, 20, Luke, to 21. To 21. Luke yeah. 24. Luke 24 verse 30. 30. He has this all in his head. I can't believe this guy. <laughs> okay. Peace on earth. Hosea 4, 6. Four, yeah, Hosea 4, verse 6. 4, verse 6. Mm -hmm. And Galatians 19, 12. 19 from 11 to 19 from uh, Galatians 5, rather. Oh, it's 5. Okay, from I'm verse sorry. 19 to 23. And that crude, the C-U-R-D. I'm going to keep spelling that for me, but I want you to let that sink in for a while because we talked about love and mothers to child, and everybody is having a challenge. Thank you, Bishop. And you're welcome. You're, masterful. <laughs> you're absolutely masterful. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Woo! That's, uh, that's amazing. Are you ready? Wow. I have to talk a minute about Eddie Bernice Johnson, the recent congresswoman who passed away.
lots and lots of news about her everywhere across the state of Texas and all of the southern states because she touched so many lives. She actually lived in my neighborhood for a short period of time. And we are going to dedicate next month, hopefully, a place at Cedar Crest Golf Course where she did live at one point. So her life is by no means, she lives on, she lives on, she lives uh, between so many people because she touched so many lives. Her name was Eddie Bernice Johnson. She was a congresswoman, born in 1934, and she died December 31st. Stay tuned to the Yesterday Davis Show. I was part of her media team for many, many years. She was a hard worker, and she just wanted everybody else to just pull their own load. So think about her, pray about her, and what can we do to keep her memory and her work alive? It's Esther Davis with the Esther Davis Show. Thank you for listening. Was that a minute?